Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. It's currently 5 p.m. in the afternoon here, and it is Sunday. Alright guys, so the Biogas Digester. Um, I have the solar hot water heating panels um, that's connected to a grid that I built um, out of radiant floor heating tubing that sits that's underneath the bio di Biogas Digester. So I went and hooked up the second panel the other day. And now keep in mind, the water um, water flows through these panels when they get when it gets hot enough. I have a circulation pump that turns on and off accordingly, de dependent on the temperature settings that I set. It'll either turn on or turn off, turn on or turn off, and back and forth all day, um, as long as there's heat to be gained. We don't want to pump cold water underneath the, the the digester; only hot water. So I've been running on one solar hot water heating panel, and it does help. It absolutely does help. Um, but it's one panel and the digester is literally way bigger than that one panel, right? So I went ahead and hooked up the second panel. The second panel was actually smaller than the first panel. It was a different brand and I hooked it up and then come to find out I had three pretty good size leaks on the grid. So in these solar panels, solar hot water heating panels, if you remove the glass off the top, what it is is a um, copper grid, okay? On the, the top and bottom is a one-inch um, copper pipe, and then branching off this one-inch pipe um, is a three-eighths pipe, um, which is all um, copper. Um, but the second panel that I put on, I was able to solder and kind of braze and fix one of the leaks, but the other leak, I have been working on it for a while, and I'm not able to stop the leak. Every time I try to heat up more, more of the pipe deteriorates. And that's because that panel is really old. These panels that I'm using are recycled panels. I'm using um, a company was basically giving them away for free. And they said that there's probably some, you know, they're old, you know, and, and there's probably some, some holes in them. And so you're taking your chance by taking them. Well, I took them because they were free anyway. And, and I knew that. So it's not like it's something new to me and I knew that they weren't brand new. In fact, they've probably been in use for the last 15, maybe 20 years, right? So I knew there was going to have some little issues with them. Um, but because that panel is so deteriorated away, I ended up removing that second panel because I wasn't able to fix it. And then I had a third panel, which is actually the exact same size as the first panel, exactly same brand, same everything. The problem with that one was the frame was um, coming apart. So this morning, what I did was I grabbed it and I put it outside and I fixed the frame. So that way the frame's not coming apart anymore. I fixed the frame. I flushed water through the system to flush out any dirt or debris. Um, and I let the water run through the panel for a little while. And I didn't notice any leaks in that grid of that panel. So I go ahead and use my skidster to remove the old panel put this second panel, the new second panel on, which is still an old panel technically, um, put it on and I do all the plumbing, I do all the soldering and I go ahead and fill it up with water. Um, but then I noticed that we sprung a leak on the grid um, at, the, at one of the joints. So I had to remove the glass. Um, and the only reason that we, I noticed that we sprung a leak is because now I was pressurizing the system. Before, when I was running water through the grid for that um, solar hot water heating panel, when I removed the glass, um, that copper piping that's in there, um, it, was, um, it wasn't pressurized, right? I was just running water through to, clean, to flush it out. 
And so now that I hook it all up and I actually put water in it to pressurize it to give it some, you know, make sure to take out all the air that's in there, um, I noticed that we sprung a leak. So I removed the glass off of that one, um, the one that's hooked up right now. And instead of trying to braise it and and, and um, solder it, because every time I did that with the old panel, it would, like, because the heat, because the metal was so thin already and so eaten down, that it was deteriorating it even more and the hole was getting bigger and getting more of an issue. So what I did was I dug under my house and I found some epoxy. I found some of that gorilla two-part epoxy. Um, you squeeze it out, you got to mix it up and within 20 seconds, apply it. And then in about five minutes or so, um, it's supposed to completely dry and cure. So I, I told myself, you know what, let me try this instead. You know, So that's what I did. So I went ahead and put the first coat on of epoxy and I waited five minutes. And then um, I noticed because, the, you know, where the hole was at, it kind of sunk in. So I went ahead and mixed up another batch of epoxy and, um, you know, just gooped it all over that area. And um, as of right now, it's drying. Technically, it's already been 30 minutes. I can actually touch it, but it's still tacky. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let it sit overnight and then tomorrow... I'm going to see if it's tacky or if it's hard yet. Um, if it's hard already, then I'll go ahead and put water back into the panels to flush out all the air and put a little bit of pressure on the system just to see if it's going to leak. I, I have some good faith in that it's not going to leak as long as it'll harden up. Um, but if it's not going to harden up, then I'm going to have to mix some more but add way more hardener to it um, in order to get it hard. So as of right now, um, I did repair it, but I don't know if it's going to hold. So tomorrow, hopefully it's hard, and then I can test it to see if it's going to work. Because if it's going to work, then my plumbing is done because I already plumbed it all together. I didn't know it had a small leak until after I actually put pressure on the line, right? So it's already plumbed in. It's ready to go. So if it is hard tomorrow, I'm going to run water through the system to verify if it's going to leak or not. And if it's not going to leak, then I'm going to grab the glass, put the glass back on, and then put the top frame back on to secure the glass down. And then we have a working system. That would be two solar hot water heating panels um, pushing really hot water underneath the biogas digester into the grid of the radiant floor heating tubing that I put together. Um, and that's going to really start increasing the temperature of the biogas digester to get it warmer. Because um, as of right now, the, the system is still activating. We don't have any gas production yet. Um, but then again, too, for the last two days or three days, we had really bad weather. And the most critical time is the activation part, just getting it started. Try to keep it as warm as possible. Because once it starts producing flammable gas, then it's okay if it tapers down or the, the temperature drops down and, you know, the gas production drops down because the microorganisms are already set up. They're already doing its thing. So if it warms up, it's just going to produce more. Now, tomorrow, if it still leaks some more, um, I still have more epoxy. I'm going to mix more up, but add more hardener and just load that whole area with a lot of epoxy because at some point, if I put enough epoxy, it's going to hold. I just have to make sure that I allow enough time for it to dry um, and, you know, harden up and cure. So, um, you know, there is a way to fix it. Uh, and I have way more uh, belief in the epoxy than that solder because the time I put the solder on with that torch, it, on the other panel, it was literally just deteriorating the pipe away, you know. So if everything goes to plan, we should have um, a 
uh, we have we should have dual solar hot water heating panels pumping water, which also means it's going to heat the water way faster and be able to maintain a higher temperature nonstop running through the grid underneath the biogas digester itself. So, you know, I'm just working out the bugs and I'm just trying to use free stuff that was available to me. You know, I really don't want to go and buy, um, you know, brand new solar hot water heating panels just for that. Um, so I'm trying to use the free stuff I have available to me. And um, I, I believe I'm going to be able to get it to work. I um, just have to work out some of these little issues. And if I can get it to work, then awesome. It was free to me and it's going to be accomplishing a very big project, which is heating the biodigester every day. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at on the biogas digester itself. Um, we didn't end up working on the uh, fence line this weekend because um, the clutch still needs to be put into the other ranch truck. Uh, and I also purchased a um, tune-up kit for my uh, Miller Bobcat welder, the generator welder. It's a really big unit. weighs about 540 pounds. It's, it's a big boy. Uh, that's what I used to weld pretty much everything. You can stick weld, whatever you want to do. Um, well, I passed the 100-hour mark on that a little while ago, and so I started neglecting it. I'm supposed to change the oil on it. Well, the machine reminded me I need to change the oil. The red light started flashing, and then it had the um, the symbol that you know that it's time to change the oil. So I basically um, ordered the tune-up kit, which includes new filters, New air filters, new oil filters, new spark plugs, and I already have the replacement oil. Um, so now that's supposed to come in on Tuesday, I believe. So when Tuesday comes in, I will go ahead and put the tune-up kit on, put the new oil in, and then um, start it up, let it run, obviously, for a little bit. And then I'm going to get back on. I got some welding projects I need to do. Um, and then that way we can, you know, because some of the heavy equipment that we have, I need to weld some of the, some pieces, and then we can move it to the back. So yeah, we're kind of on hold because the clutch for the other trucks still needs to be finished up. It's at the, it's been removed. It's just a matter of putting everything back together. Um, so that, and then uh, waiting for the tune-up kit, so that way I can weld on some of this equipment, get it back to par. And then from there, I think this coming weekend, um, we're finally going to go in the back. Um, we've been cooking a ton of food, um, pre-cooking a lot of this food, um, and then freezing it. That way, when it comes time for you know, us to work on the ranch and we have all the workers out there and everything because we do feed our workers. Um, you know, we can um, just go ahead and pull all the food out and start heating everything up and then we'll have, you know, more than enough food. Um, so we're planning for at least two weekends or three more weekends and we should be hopefully done with this project. Um, so if everything goes to plan, the clutch gets put in, tune-up kit gets put in, I weld up whatever heavy equipment I need to weld up on, um, next weekend, we should be able to transport everything up there and just start banging out that fence line. So, uh, we also have the, the guys that's going to come out with the, uh, the jackhammers, uh, to jackhammer the big boulders sticking out of the, that hillside for us. Uh, and then that way we can continue with our fence line. So that's kind of where we're at on that. Um, yeah, um, solar system, my off-grid solar system is doing awesome. We got fully charged today. In fact, I had a little extra power. I mean, we're running. I, keep in mind, guys, I do have a dishwasher, right? I have a, a regular clothes dry, um, clothes washer, and I have a clothes dryer, uh, you know, and then, you know, I have my family here. So, you know, we're using a lot of water. Um, we're using a lot of power. We're using a lot of gas, you know, that kind of stuff. And everything's been working good. 
um, you know, the system's fully charged and the wind turbine is kind of just keeping it topped off at this point. Um, so tomorrow I'm hoping to have a better day, um, with that solar hot water heating panel. I mean, I put a lot of work into it already, guys. And I'll be honest with you guys, a lot more work than I was thinking. And mo mainly because the panels I'm using are old, you know, and I, and I, and I knew I was just really crossing my fingers that at least two, two of the panels out of the three panels wouldn't leak. And well, only one out of the two don't leak. <laughs> so I got lucky on the one panel. <laughs> um, but if this epoxy stuff that I put on holds up, I think we should be good. And um, we'll have two, two panels up and running tomorrow. Um, the other thing is, too, I'm installing another Sonoff TH-16 device. I have a lot of these devices hooked up to all kinds of stuff. I have one hooked up to my hot water heating tank under the house for my off-grid home to give me the, pre the, te the current temperature at any one time. I have two more hooked up to the other two hot water heaters that you guys seen in my YouTube video on another property. Um, I have one of them connected to the solar hot water heating circulation system for the radiant floor heating system for the biogas digester on top of those panels so that way I can control um, the temperature of when that pump should turn on and off. Um, I'm also going to be adding one more onto my own solar hot water heating panels for my house because I have an analog um, temperature timer, I guess you could call it, and it doesn't do a great job. So if I put this one on top, I can really regulate and change the temperatures. So when I wanted to pump hot water into my hot water heating, hot water tank for, you know, hot showers and stuff, I can do that more efficiently. As of right now, I, I forget what I have it set up. I think it's like when it when it hits 150 degrees, it pumps water until it's 15 degrees lower than the 150, and then it shuts off until it heats back up. But if I put the Sonoff device on and I put a smart plug and plug in my pump to that instead, um, then I can have way more control over the temperatures I want it to work on and stuff like that. And so considering that I've already had really good experience with all the other ones that I've hooked up, um, I'm going to hook up one. In fact, it came in the mail today, so I'm planning on putting that one on tomorrow. Um, that way I can try to get more hot water out of my um, regular hot water heating panels for my house. Um, but yeah, it's always about just, you know, working a little bit more, doing a little bit here, doing a little bit there, improve here, improve there, you know, just doing all those things. Um, I'm really, really anxious on waiting for this gas production, but really I need to do a better job at, you know, trying to keep it warmer. And I've been doing my best, believe me, I've been doing my best to implement things that will help heat this biogas digester up. But the wind... The wind out here is my nemesis, guys. Like, just insane how windy it is. Like, you, you can't even be outside long because it's so windy. It's crazy. So, you know, with the wind blowing onto the biogas digester, cooling it down, it's counterproductive, right? So one thing at a time, let's see if I can get the two hot water heating panels up and running smoothly. That's really going to help with boosting it. Um, and then I'm going to think about a way to cover it with some type of hoop greenhouse. I was originally going to make it out of PVC pipes, but because it's so windy out here, it won't last. So I'm going to have to go and buy um, metal piping. And I do have a um, metal pipe bender under my house. So I can, you know, bend the pipes to create the hoops that I need. And then I can actually connect all the hoops together. So that way it's stronger. 
And then I can make sure I can secure that down to the frame of the base that I built for the biogas digester. And then once that's solid, then I can put the plastic over it. You know, at the end of the day, guys, I'm looking for the long haul here, um, long-term investment. And that's why I spend money on solar or wind turbines or batteries or, you know, any of this stuff. And here's another example, biogas, right? The biogas digester costs a lot of money. You know, all these things I'm implementing cost money, you know. But in the long term, you know, I see the benefit 100%. So, and especially if I can use free stuff like these panels and I just have to spend a little bit of time. I'm spending, I'm not spending that much money. Mostly it's just on like some of the, the fittings and the piping I needed that costs a little bit of money. The biogas digester itself costs a little bit of money. But like really like the, um, you know, the um, panels and stuff, they were free. You know, I didn't, I didn't have to spend money on them. Now, if I didn't have those available to me, would I go and buy brand new panels just to put on there? No, I would end up just doing something different. I would end up probably having to add two heater elements into the biogas digester um, and probably um, maybe even upgrade my solar, add a little bit more solar to the system. And then that way I could pretty much not only have tons of power for my house and basically we're sitting in float, you know, from at like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning, then I could just dump all that extra power into those hot um, heater elements. But, you know, I'm trying to use a passive system where I don't have to abuse my solar system as much. So that's why we're going with the um, solar hot water heating panels instead. So, like I said, it's about 524 now. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep checking it. And if it's not tacky anymore, uh, I'm going to put some water through the panel and check it. But if it's still tacky, then I'm just going to have to wait till tomorrow to test the panel to see if it's going to leak. And if it, even if it does leak, I know I can put more epoxy on it to, to fix it up. So, yeah, this wind, guys. I mean, I got stuff in my eyes. Like, it's so windy and so dusty. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. Can't believe it. Uh, and then the next project I'm going to be jumping on, um, at least for like in between our major projects, is um, running the gas lines, running the propane lines and the biogas gas lines um, for the stove, for the heater for the house, um, and then run it to the um, dryer because I'm, I want dual. I want to be able to switch between either propane or biogas. Um, so... Yeah. Oh, another thing is too, the cost of everything as far as fuel costs and propane costs has gone up. Diesel right now is $6 a gallon. $6 a gallon. I put $103 in my gas tank today. Um, and it was only 15 gallons. I think it was like 15 or yeah, 15 gallons or something like that. Crazy. So yeah, everything is getting expensive. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm you know, going to be utilizing um, biogas for my gas needs because uh, it's really going to cut down on, you know, the money. Um, because I'll give you guys an example. I end up having to put another propane tank on the, um, what was it? Let's see. Oh, um, the on-demand um, propane water heater that I have under the house because we've been, because it's so windy when you go outside and you work, you're getting so dusty and dirty that you have to come and actually just take a shower. That's how bad it is out there. It's so windy and dusty and dirty that, you know, after you're outside for a couple of hours doing whatever, and then you come back in, you can't even just sit on the couch because you're so dirty. You have to take a shower, you know? So we're using a lot of hot water. Um, so, yeah, so I have to put more propane on there. So, you know, if I can get away from that whole propane deal completely, I'll be happy and just run biogas. But I'm in the anxious stage now, just waiting for the biogas digester to start doing its thing, so... Just got to give it some time, you know, 
Anyway, guys, I don't know if you guys can tell in my voice, I'm tired. Um, I've just been going, 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 going. And, you know, at some point the body has to crash and get some rest. So what I think I'm going to do is end this podcast, take a shower because I'm dirty. I can't even sit down anywhere. It's so dirty. I'm so dirty. Take a shower. And then, um, yeah, tomorrow revisit the um, project outside and um, just keep, you know, making progress. And tomorrow I'm definitely going to be hooking up that other um, temperature sensor on my solar hot water heating system. That should literally take maybe 15 minutes max. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next one.